I'm Ashley Dansby with Stagecoach Media and your local news brought to you by Patterson Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Marshall. Patterson Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Marshall, Texas is the place to go for all of your vehicle needs. Whether you want to purchase a brand new vehicle, a certified pre-owned, or maybe you'd like to custom order a vehicle that you make every single decision about, you can certainly do that at Patterson Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Marshall. Once you have a brand new car, and once you've selected the new vehicle, they will keep you on the road with their excellent parts and service department. That's Patterson Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Marshall. Check them out today. You can also visit their website at pattersonofmarshall.com. In the news on this Wednesday, fighting crime in our community requires the teamwork of both citizens and police. To help community members better understand how their police department operates, the Marshall Police Department offers a Citizens Police Academy, which begins in September. The six-week course will provide citizens with a first-hand view and explanation of the workings of the police department. Topics will include patrol, criminal investigation division, property and financial crimes, racial profiling, crisis intervention, and will include tours and demonstrations of various techniques and equipment. The classes will be held at the Marshall Police Department on Tuesday evenings from 6 to 8, beginning September 13th. Participants from the Citizens Police Academy will be able to share what they learned with family, friends, co-workers, and the community at large to further improve and strengthen community and police relations. Interested citizens should apply and be approved for the class. A list of automatic disqualifiers will be available with the application. Applications can be dropped off at the Marshall Police Department. Now, to contact MPD, you can do so through Facebook, Twitter, Nextdoor, or through email at communitypolicing at marshalltexas.net or call them at 903-935-4575. For emergencies only, dial 911. County Judge Chad Sims announced on Tuesday afternoon that the burn ban for Harrison County had been lifted. Significant rain fell across the county beginning Sunday afternoon and continued through late Monday night, breaking rainfall records and causing some localized flooding. Well, I stay in close contact with our fire marshal, DJ Couch, and one concern that she had, and, and it was valid um, just a day or two ago in the forecast, it showed the rain moving out and hot and dry coming back, and so we thought, you know, maybe we don't lift it because, uh, sure enough, if it, it wouldn't take much heat around here, and it'll dry things out pretty quickly. But the, the forecast today shows um, a chance of rain for the next um, week or so. And so we just felt like we'd give up the opportunity for people to, to be able to get out there and burn the piles that they piled up. I've got piles of, of limbs in my yard that I need to burn myself. So I get it, and I think you can do it safely right now. I, the, the issue people might have right now is getting that wet wood to burn. <laughs> So we we did do that today. After some discussion with with our fire marshal, I felt like it was uh, okay for us to lift the the burn ban. Not to say that here in another week or two or three that we might not have to put it back in place. Um, but that that's kind of our thought process. And very happy for some rain. I know everybody was. The city of Marshall followed Harrison County's lead on Tuesday afternoon and rescinded the citywide burn ban. Remember, to burn within the city limits of Marshall, you must obtain a burn permit from the Marshall Fire Department. Permit applications can be obtained Monday through Friday from 8 o'clock in the morning until 5 in the evening at the Central Fire Station on Grove Street. 
Well, a National Weather Service damage survey team confirmed on Tuesday that it was an EF1 tornado with 95 mile per hour winds that touched down in the Winona area around 1050 on Monday morning. Smith County's Fire Marshal Jay Brooks reported the tornado briefly touched down on the Winona High School football field. The tornado caused damage to several houses as well as the high school. Power lines were also down across the area. Well, a Florida-based pharmaceutical president has pleaded guilty to federal drug violations in the Eastern District of Texas, announced by U.S. Attorney Brett Featherston yesterday. Adam P. Runstuff, 57, of Boca Raton pleaded guilty to conspiracy, trafficking, and counterfeit drugs and money laundering conspiracies. According to the indictment, from April 2014 to August of 2021, Runsdorf, the owner and president of Woodfield Pharmaceutical LLC based in Boca Raton, Florida, conspired with drug traffickers in Houston to distribute misbranded and counterfeit cough syrup. Runsdorf's company pleaded guilty to the same charges before Judge Stetson. According to information presented in court, Byron A. Marshall, 43, of Houston, utilized Woodfill Pharmaceuticals manufacturing facility and employees in Houston to produce more than 500,000 pints of counterfeit cough syrup. Marshall's drug trafficking organization sold the counterfeit drugs across Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Wisconsin, California, Florida, Arkansas, and Ohio. Prices generally ranged from $100 to more than $1,000 for one pint bottle. Depending on the market and brand of syrup, prices went as high as $3,800 to $4,000 per pint. Now, during that conspiracy, Marshall communicated directly with Runsdorf regarding production of the counterfeit cough syrup. At Runsdorf's request, Marshall paid Woodfield Pharmaceutical in cash only, and Woodfield employees mailed the cash directly to Runsdorf in Boca Raton. Six co-defendants, including Marshall, have already pleaded guilty and are awaiting sentencing. Runsdorf faces up to 20 years in federal prison at his sentencing time. Well, that's it for local news. Local news is brought to you this morning by Patterson Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Marshall. I'm Ashley Dansby with your Stagecoach Media Sports. Football season is just a few days away. The Wascom Wildcats will have practice this afternoon from 4 to 5.15 to prepare for the first game. Tomorrow evening, Thursday, the Wascom JV will take on Redwater's JV at Redwater High School at 6.30 in the evening. On Friday night, the Wascom Wildcats will take on the Redwater Dragons at home. That's going to be at Wascom High School beginning at 7 o'clock. Now, they hope to see as many Wascom Wildcats supporters there this week to support the young men for all of the hard work they have put in this summer and during the preseason. They want you to pack the stadium and start this season on a good note. Have a good week, and of course, let's go Wildcats. Now, when it comes to the Elysian Fields Yellow Jackets, the tickets for the Jackets season opening game on Friday night against the Atlanta Rabbits will go on sale today beginning at 8 o'clock in the morning. You can get those online. Go to the Elysian Fields Facebook page for that information. Tickets can also be purchased at the gate with a credit card. However, no cash will be accepted. The Jackets kick off the season against the Rabbits at 7.30 on Friday evening. 
Also on Friday night, Hallsville will take on Terrell at Terrell. Don't forget that Terrell has a clear bag policy. No bags and no backpacks allowed. Diaper bags for small children are subject to search and they must be accompanied by the infant. Of course, you can also hear that game on 92.3 The Depot. Now, for anyone who would like to purchase new Diana football season tickets, you can go by the school office to select from the remaining seats that are available. They are $25 per seat, and you will need to bring cash, exact change, or a check. Well, Wiley College honored its 2021-2022 Red River Athletic Conference Scholar Athletes during chapel on Tuesday. Uh, good morning to each and every one of you. We have the pleasure to recognize, of recognizing several of our student athletes for their achievements in the classroom. 34 student athletes earned Red River Athletic Conference, Red River Athletic Conference Scholar Athletes by maintaining a 3.0 or higher grade point average last year while competing in their school sports. That deserves a hand. Additionally, we had seven student athletes who lined the Arthur Ashe Jr. Sports Scholar Teams by holding a cumulative GPA of at least 3.5 and being active in that community. Speaking of the Wiley Wildcats, Wiley College volleyball player Marissa Neal is considered one of the top athletes in the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference. She was selected to the all-preseason team. The preseason team was voted on by the GCAC head volleyball coaches. Neal recorded 149 kills and 110 digs and four double-doubles in 19 matches last season. During Wiley's last season in the Red River Conference, Neal earned second team all Red River Athletic Conference and all tournament. She ranked fourth in the conference with two and a half kills per set. Now it is the first year for Wiley College to be in the Gulf Coast Athletic Conference and head volleyball coaches across the conference believe that Wiley will be contending for a conference title during their first season as they were picked to finish fourth. Congratulations to Wiley on their recent successes. We look forward to the rest of the season. Well, opening up the 2022 season under new head coach and alumnus Mallory Matthews, the East Texas Baptist University volleyball team has been chosen to finish third in the American Southwest Conference preseason poll. ETBU has two players, junior Lily Hill and sophomore Avery Reed, on the ASC Players to Watch list. The Lady Tigers held their first practice on Saturday, August the 13th. They had their first exhibition game this past Saturday, and they are counting down the days, only eight now, until game day. We can't wait to see what the season brings, and we'll keep you up to date here on Stagecoach Media.